0: Y'all welcome back to the my sister's glow podcast a safe place for women to grow in their faith as well as their motherhood through sisterhood It's your girl e mason. I'm so glad y'all are here with me today If this is your first time tuning in welcome sis if you are a repetitive listener, what's up boo? I'm, so glad you're back Well, y'all I know we are in the middle of our perfect parent series, but i'm gonna be true with y'all your girl got big news to share and we just gonna push balls on the series so we can get into this testimony okay i'm not even gonna do the traditional segments that i normally do in the show i will drop some uh bible for y'all because that's just how we get down on the show but i wanted to really share my testimony with y'all so if you don't know if you don't follow me on social media um i'm engaged y'all I got engaged over the weekend. I'm going to be married. And I am so excited. So, so excited. Um, I totally did not know it was going to happen. Uh, My boyfriend, well, my fiance and my family definitely surprised me and my friends as well. So, it has been an exciting couple of days to say the least but I wanted to get on here and share the story with you guys so if you've been listening for a while you guys know that um I shared some of my testimony back in season one so if you have not listened to that episode go back and listen to uh what is it called I believe it's called sis I got the tea and in this episode um I give a little bit of insight and background to some of what I've been through um and my journey of motherhood and womanhood, and just how I came through this toxic relationship. Um, but what I wanted to share today was, um, you know, not so much the proposal story, but the journey of getting here, because I feel like that was really, really important. A lot of people have reached out to me, and they've said to me, um, you're so deserving of um, wow I'm so happy for you just and I know it's it's genuine happiness because a lot of the people who who made the comment about I was so deserving and you know them being so genuinely happy they have um they know a lot of my story so to hear that from them was really really heart-touching so thank you to everybody who reached out commented on social media sent a text message called or whatever um thank you so much for your well wishes um, I'm very happy, and y'all, I um, I will upload the video on my social media. My best friend posted it on hers, but the video y'all really got me when I look back at the proposal is to see my daughter, my oldest daughter, so happy in the background. Like, y'all, that just, just stole my whole heart, like, honestly, because I don't know. Like, you know, like, my now fiance is not... My children's biological father. So anytime you're blending families, you know, that could be a challenge. So to see my baby girl so happy and, you know, like just to be very transparent. My oldest daughter, she knows a lot of what went on. Unfortunately, um, she was not shielded from the madness um, (laughs) that her father and I had created in our past relationship. And so this is the baby that kind of grew up with me she saw a lot of trauma firsthand that I experienced and so um to see her be so happy and then to find out that you know um Vern that's that's my man's name he said um you know he asked my he asked my parents for their blessing um to ask me to marry him but he also asked my daughter and y'all that just oh my god I didn't think I could love that man anymore But he, he asked my daughter For my hand in marriage And it just meant so much to me Especially because you know Coming you know from the point of view Of someone who was a single mother It's like Okay it's just always been me And my babies and my family So thought it was really great That he went about it that way So wanted to get all that stuff out to the way And tell you guys thank you Thank you so much But I wanted to really um, come on here to talk about the journey of how I got to this point. So in getting here, um, y'all know on the show, I've talked numerous times about healing and just really focusing on your mental health and yourself. And um, I felt like it's really important to share that part of the story because um, while I am very happy and I am enjoying my engagement and all the happiness that God is allowing into my life at this moment, and the blessings that he's releasing. I also, um, reflect on where I came from, because it allows me to be more appreciative of where I am right now. So, um, again, if you haven't listened to my testimony, and since I got to see, I will go back and listen to it. Um, real quick snippet, I just was in a really toxic relationship with my children's father. Um, we were toxic to each other, and, um, upon leaving that relationship it just was really hard to attempt to try to put myself not back together again because I just truly feel like once situations like that happen they really change you but just to try to figure out who I am like who God wants me to be who am I as a mother it just was really a journey and um I see a lot of women on my social media who get caught up in the breakup you know like they have a child or children with this man and things don't go a certain way. And I just see so many beautiful, wonderful, valuable women get caught up in the shadows of this relationship. And I said the shadows because a lot of times the relationship will be over, but like so much of that woman's identity is still wrapped into that. And so um, because of that, I wanted to come on here and discuss the, the in-between process, because you don't get from, uh, needing to be healed to going into a marriage overnight. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is not like a jump process. It's definitely a healing process. So I wanted to, um, really just encourage every woman that listens to this, um, no matter what your relationship status is, because, um, my key to my happiness was one, trusting God, um, and two, being responsible for my healing. So the first thing that I had to do y'all was acknowledge that after the breakup, it took a lot of acknowledgement to realize that for one, that season of my life was really over. Um, for me, that was difficult because I was with that man for almost 10 years, like straight out of high school. I was with him and at this point, I had two kids. Like, every decision that I have made was based off of, oh, me and him going to be together. We're going to be a family, da-da-da. And when that season of my life ended, I was just like, okay, guys, so, like, now what? Um, One of the hardest things that I had to do was acknowledge that at the time, although the relationship was over, I still loved him. And I feel like this acknowledgement is a huge thing, y'all, because I... <laughs> know why or where it came from but y'all like social media like fronting is like the biggest thing like everybody gotta be tough everybody gotta be fronting like they okay like they hard or whatever like I never really understand it but and maybe that's because I'm tender I will cry quick like that's just who I am but I'm not saying you gotta be that way in public or whatever but in private you really need to acknowledge your Feelings and where you are, because that is the only way to start your healing process. You ain't got to prove it to nobody, you ain't got to make no status on Facebook, you ain't got to post no story on Instagram, you ain't got to tweet it on your Twitter. But you need to be real with yourself about where you are, even if you're currently in a new relationship already. Be real about the pitfalls or the shadows, or you know, I'm gonna just say it the soul tie that is still connected to you from your previous relationship or relationships. Because they will continue to show up in other places if you do not face them. So, ladies, I would always acknowledge. Acknowledge where you are and be real with yourself. You ain't got to be real with nobody else but you and God, sis. But you better be real about that thing with you and the Father so that way you can be healed. If you don't acknowledge that that thing is there, you cannot heal and you won't. And it will continue to show up everywhere you go. Okay? So that was the first step to my, um, process into moving into being a wife. And I'm going to keep saying wife because often we look at like being a wife as a status, like, okay, after the wedding happens and everything. But I really started to understand as through my healing process that becoming a wife is a character and a mindset. Um, you are a wife before you take a husband, you know, because that character, and that mindset is already there. So after the acknowledgement came, there came a decision process. So I had to realize where I was and then I had to decide, okay, am I going to stay here or am I going to move forward? And during that decision process, obviously I decided to move forward. So I became committed to my own happiness and being committed to my own happiness. That meant that I no longer used my previous trauma as a crutch. A lot of times when things happen to us in our life, it cripples us and we tend to use the crutches even after we're healed. So for a long time, my excuse for everything is I'm a single mom. I don't have no help. Um, you know, this happened to me. Oh, I'm angry because that happened to me. Well, I respond to situations because that happened to me. Even in my current relationship, I was doing that and it's not healthy. So that constant, Uh, process of making choices to leave your trauma behind. It is a constant choice and it may be a choice that I have to continuously make for the rest of my life and but I'm okay with that. But you have to be true and committed to that process of healing for you. So the first thing is acknowledgement. Second thing was uh, being committed to my happiness and choosing me. After deciding to choose me I then had to be okay with leaving all of my previous ways of thinking and doing things behind. So that meant um, I had to like, I guess this would be called like cleansing, the cleansing part. I had to remove my ex off of my social media. I had to only have conversations with him about the kids. Things that I used to associate with the whole quote unquote us, I had to remove that from me and truly just put God in those places put myself in those places because what happens is is that we decide that we're going to move on and the world has us thinking that Moving on is defined by hopping in another relationship with somebody else. And let me tell you right now, sis, that ain't it. And if you find yourself there, I'm not telling you to leave your boo. But what I'm telling you is to have a reality check with yourself. There are a lot of people in new relationships. And the world thinks that, oh, they're moved on because they're with a new relationship. But let me tell you something. The soul news. You need to move on in your heart and in your soul before you get attached to somebody else. And listen, don't let nobody's timeline tell you that that has to be done over a certain amount of time. Because that process can take as long as you and God need it to take. And that's long period, okay? So, just tr- truly choosing to place God in those places where you want you know, had that relationship or those expectations, because when you surround yourself with God and the things of God, you have no other choice but to heal because he loves us so much that he ain't going to just let us walk around broken. Now, what we decide to do with that is totally on us. But when you are in your word, when you are praying, he going to reveal those things to you. And I'm telling you, he will. Part of my testimony is that in August of 2018, I will give you all my timeline as well. My children's father and I broke up January of 2018. um, And I knew that we were done for, for real. And I had did this challenge with um Natasha and Jamal Miller called Break the Cycle. And each day, I think it was like a four or five day challenge. Each day, I wrote down something like a cycle I wanted to break. And one of them was our relationship because I just knew this time that we were done done. So... Um, as this year goes on, you know, um, I really started doing things that I thought would be fun for me, like things that I wanted to try. So obviously, um, I spent more time with God because I needed to figure out who I was, but I tried out for a play. I auditioned for a play, something I thought would be fun. Um, I started going to the gym, something I had not done before. And one of my close friends was getting married. So we actually went to Vegas that August, And while we were on this trip, like, you know, we out in Vegas, we supposed to be, you know, just all turned up because that's what you do in Vegas. But no, we was out there having whole, you know, girl talks like up until like five, six o'clock in the morning, watching the sunrise. Like most people are out in Vegas getting lit, but we out there talking about life and love and everything because one of our friends was getting married. So I remember on that trip just saying, like, I knew that even at this point, I knew that I was done, but I knew that there were pieces of me that still was hanging on to the relationship. So like, I didn't want to be in that relationship, but there was pieces of me that was still like, oh, I don't have a family. I feel like I failed, yada, yada, whatever. I specifically, like y'all, I need y'all to understand God's timeline. Okay. I specifically, um, I went to sleep that night and God showed me a dream that my ex was going to try to get back with me. And then there was a young lady who walked up to me as he and I were talking and told me that she was pregnant. So I remember I woke up in tears and I was frustrated because I'm like, why am I even crying? Like, I don't want to be with this man. So why am I even crying? I remember I called my mom. Y'all, like, my mom was going to go to church. Obviously, she on the East Coast, and I'm all the way out west in Vegas. I'm like, Mommy, I'm tired of this. I just hate it. And she was like, baby girl, you need to pray and ask God to help you fully release him. She's like, and my mom told me, God is showing you there. There are some pieces that are still hanging on. So I was so frustrated. And I remember talking to um, one of my girlfriends. She could tell I was upset. And I was just telling her. And she was like, you know, yeah, you need to do what Ma said, do Because it's time to just let go. And, when, and she told me, she said, get in the shower. Cry one last time. Pray. Scream. Do what you got to do. But when you come out that bathroom, let it go. And I was like, all right, bet. So, y'all that's what I did. When we are about to leave, we about to like catch a flight. Uh, my girlfriend and I decided we're going to go to one last day party in Vegas. So we went to this, um, hotel that was nearby or whatever. And we went to this pool party and like, I was all on Facebook, like making videos Like, Hey, we out Vegas with it. Y'all know how it goes down. And, um, Vern actually responded to my story, like kind of flirting with me. So, you know, at this point I'm feeling myself. Like I just had this amazing cry and release and prayer in the bathroom. And I put on my bathing suit and you know, my bundles were really lit. And like I just look really good, poolside, y'all. Like I was feeling myself all the way around. And, you know, as they say, the rest is history. Like that's like Vern and I, like, not even an hour later, he inboxed me on Facebook and that's when we started talking. And Now we're engaged. So (laughs) I said that to say, once you make up in your mind that you are going to just let go of your own wants and desires and you release them to God, like anything is possible. And I'm going to say this publicly because, you know, my man wouldn't mind me saying this, but and because Vernon and I went to the same high school and y'all, I did not pay him no mind because he wasn't quote unquote my type. I was more into, like, basketball players who were, like, tall and slender. And, like, my man, listen, he's a whole football player, okay? I call him my big body rider, right? Like, you know, and I was into dark-skinned men. And Vern is not dark-skinned. And, like, I liked a little bit of facial hair. Vern has a whole full beard and a bald head. And so, it's just really being able to release your own wants and desires so that way you can make room for what God desires for you and what you need. Because when I tell y'all Vern is everything that I needed in a man, God knew what he was doing. He knew that if I had not let go of my own wants and desires because it didn't come in what I thought my husband should look like or whatever, y'all, I wouldn't be telling this story right now. So definitely... Let go and release your own wants and desires and replace them for what God wants for you. So I know that it feels like I've been kind of rambling on and on, but I really want to get this off of my heart to y'all because I believe that every woman that is listening to this, I truly believe that God's desire for you is to be happy, whether you are married, whether you're engaged, whether you're dating or whether you're by yourself right now. It's not about being in a relationship that defines your happiness, but it's about deciding to choose God's will for you over your own. And I know that that process looks long and daunting, and it seems like yeah, you're never gonna get through it. But truly, trust the process. So, um, yeah, the um scripture I wanted to come through—if y'all don't remember nothing else—I wanted to come from Proverbs thirty-one. Um, a very familiar passage. Um, and I'm reading from the Amplified version because I feel like that's really like the blunt version, like flat out straight with it. Um, but read Proverbs 31, start at verse 10 and it says an excellent woman, one who is spiritual, capable, intelligent, and virtuous. Who is he who can find her? Her value is more precious than jewels and her worth is far above rubies or pearls. The heart of her husband trusts in her and he will have no lack of gain. She comforts, encourages, and does him only good and not evil all the days of her life. She looks for her wool and flax and delights with willing hands and, excuse me and works with willing hands and delight. She is like the merchant ships. She brings her household's food from far away. She rises also while it is still night. She gives food to her household and assigns tasks to her maids. She considers a field before she buys it with her profits she plants fruitfully vines in her vine vineyard she equips herself with strength spiritual mental and physical fitness for her god-given task, and she makes her arms strong she sees that her gain is good her lamp does not go out but it burns continually through the night she is prepared for whatever lies ahead she stretches out her hands to the distaff and her hands hold the spindle as she spins wool into thread for her clothing she opens and extends her hands to the poor, and she reaches out to her field hands she reaches out her filled hands to the needy. She does not fear the snow for her household, for in all her household are clothes, expensive scarlet and wool. She makes herself coverlets, cushions, and rugs of tapestry. Her clothing is linen pure and fine and purple. Her husband is known in the city's gates. When he sits among the elders of the land, she makes fine linen garments and sells them, and supplies sashes to the merchants. Strength and dignity are her clothing and her position is strong and secure. And she smiles at the future, knowing that she and her family are prepared. She opens her mouth in skillful and in godly wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue, giving counsel and instruction. She looks well to how things go in her household and she does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and they call her blessed happy prosperous to be admired her husband also and he praises her saying many daughters have done nobly and well with the strength of character that is steadfast in goodness but you excel them all charm and grace are deceptive and superficial beauty is vain but a woman who fears the lord reverently worshipping obeying serving and trusting him with all filled respect shall be praised give her of the products of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates of the city. So that was Proverbs 31, verse 10 to 31. Sis, I would highly, highly suggest you read this because no matter where you are, if you are expecting, even if you're not a mother reading this, we are all called to be Proverbs 31 women. And that's women of excellence and the women that God calls us to be. So, I love y'all so much, y'all. I just want to let y'all know that God has a plan in store for each and every one of you. The way that God allowed me to come out of what was meant to destroy me and bless me, um, you know, up to this point, I'm just so amazed at what he is and will do. But he was only able to do that when I allowed him to do that. Y'all, I'm not nobody special. I had somebody reach out to me and was like, girl, you prayed this, Sierra. The same prayer that Sierra prayed for Russell Wilson. I'm like, listen, I don't know what Cece prayed. But I know what I prayed for. I was specific in my prayer for myself. And I prayed for myself to become the wife that God needed me to be before he sent my husband. And I will continue to pray that. Because it is a continued growing process. Ladies, my single ladies, if you are dating and you are getting signs that he is not the one. Listen, don't be afraid to release what's in front of you so you can receive what God has for you. So my ladies who are still dealing with their baby fathers, listen, sis, you know what I mean by dealing, okay? If he is not the one for you, release so you can open your hands and receive what God has for you. If... You are not dating. You're not talking to nobody. You ain't sleeping with nobody. Because listen, sis, ain't no judgment. It goes on. Be willing to let go of your own ideas, your own timelines of when you'll be married, your own timelines of when you will have more children, your own timelines of when you'll be a homeowner. Release your expectations, sis. Hear me clearly. Release your own expectations. Give yourself grace. So what? If you had your children young, so what if you weren't able to finish high school or college? It's not too late. Release your expectations so you can embrace what God has for you. I love y'all so much. I'm going to close us out in prayer. We're going to get back to our Perfect Parent series next week. Lord, we thank you and praise you for the opportunity to come together, God. God, thank you for being uh, giving me the words to tell my sisters my testimony, God. Um, not just the uh, happiness of the engagement, God, because although I'm grateful for the engagement, I'm more grateful, God, that you allow me to be okay to, and to be able to be in this space and share this happiness with my sisters, God. God, I pray that you will lift your daughter's head. Your daughters who are feeling like the healing process will never end. Your daughters who are feeling like they're never going to find anybody. the daughters who are feeling like they're not worthy the daughters who feel like they're not beautiful the daughters who feel like they have nothing to offer this world god god i pray that they open and they read proverbs 31 god and they will see all of the things that you wrote out for us to be a description of wonderful women god god i pray right now that every woman that's under the sound of my voice will feel your love will feel your peace and will feel your presence god i pray that every woman right now will uh will pray to you and ask God that you will break the soul tie, God, in the name of Jesus. I pray right now that every soul tie that is not meant to be there will be released off of your daughters, God. God, that you will reveal to them the places that need to be healed, God, that they can release their wants, desire, the desires of their own, God, and they can open their hands and receive you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you and we praise you for all that you've done and all that you will continue to do, God. God bless this podcast and all of its listeners, God, in the name of jesus in jesus name we pray amen well i love y'all boo-boos and um follow your girl on social media if you are not already instagram at e underscore mace and the my sisters glow instagram at my sisters glow and add me on facebook elisha mason i love y'all so much i love y'all so so much thank you for coming to kick it with me i hope you have an amazing rest of the day love you boo bye bye